We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good evening, Mid-America. Welcome back to At Your Service. My name is Mike Elam sitting in tonight. George Sells is normally here on Tuesday night. What I'm learning is George doesn't like working Tuesdays anymore. Ethan, I don't think it has anything to do with you. Well, don't I, take that personally. I personally hope not. I'm not uh, normally See, Matt Pajeski's the Tuesday guy, so it might be something probably, with him, though. I, I worked with Matt last week. I think that's what it is. Mm. I think that's exactly what it is. George is thinking, I'm spending way too much time with Matt and not enough time with Julie. So probably. he's going to spend more time with Julie, and we're going to go, I have no idea. Okay. All right. So we, we learned something last week. Uh, you weren't here, so you didn't know this, but I've learned that I am a bad sports fan. Mm. I, so Explain. Last Tuesday, while we were here, in the luxurious KMOX studios that we have here, we have this plush, large, big-screen TV. I may be embellishing that a bit. There is a television in the studio, however. So, in the TV, uh, had the Blues game in it last week, mm-hmm. and the Blues were playing the Flames, and the Flames scored the first goal for the Blues. In that game, mm-hmm. it was very quickly three to one flames. And I went, this game is over. Mm. Not going to win. Right. Mm-hmm. Just bagged it. Wasn't paying any attention. Went on about the award winning program that we had last Tuesday evening. And trust me, it was award winning. You weren't here, but it, it, it really was amazing. Sure. I see you didn't believe that at all. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, next thing I know, I look up, it's three, three. Like, wow, yeah. we came back. And we ended up winning in a shootout. We did. Right? Very exciting game. Pretty awesome. So that was great. Happy for the Blues. I don't know really where the Blues are these days. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're horrible. And they can be back-to-back. You know, as they were against the Flames. They're just kind of in the middle of the pack right now. It's hard to figure out what their identity is with Ryan O'Reilly and Vladimir Tarasenko both right. on the IR. It's hard to figure out if they're going to sell. They're kind of in that... They're in that range where they're only a couple of games out of a wild card spot, but they are not the same Blues team that we saw last year, despite having a very similar roster, minus right. really David Perron as you're in Billy Huso. Besides that, this is almost the same roster, but a much different outcome result this season so far. So it's one of those kind of things where you don't really know. No one really trusts the Blues right now. You don't really know if they're going to be good, they're going to be bad. But it's exciting when you go to the game because you may end up with a really great game like Absolutely. you had against the Flames, or you may just watch a real stinker. You know, that's that's right? the fun of it, right? Is there, there's, you have no idea what you're going to get going. It's like and buying it's a lottery ticket. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen, right? So that happened last Tuesday. So then you have the playoffs this weekend. So what did I do the playoffs this weekend? I'm sitting down. I'm watching these games. Jacksonville, you're down. 27 to nothing. 
this game's over. Did you turn off? I went to bed. Mm. So my my son comes up, and later on, he's like, "Dad, Dad," and my wife go, "Oh, he's out. He's he's toast." <laughs> right. So I'm I'm snoozing away. Right. Got the CPAP on the whole thing. It's it's done. Mm-hmm. Right. I got my Dark Vader face on. That's I'm I'm out <laughs> for the night. Right. So, uh, he's he's trying to tell me like, "Hey, this is an amazing comeback." Missed it all, right? Mm. Happened three times this weekend. Three different times this weekend. Is that the only one that you fell victim to, or were there multiple? Three different oh, times. No. I know. I'm just like, nah. This is. I'm done. I'm tired. This. Uh. Uh-uh. Done with this game. Turn it off. No. So what I've learned is, I need to only watch last period of hockey games. Second half of football games and basketball. You know, games. you could also you could always just keep it on in the background. Just do something else and just have it. Unless you're going to bed after or something. Well, this is true. Okay, yes. if you're going to bed, that's a different that's a different situation. But keep it on the background. Right? See, that's, that's why that's, Ethan it's, it's, is here. It's the safety net. Problem solving. That's exactly <laughs> what you're doing tonight. You're problem solving right off the bat. We're not even ten minutes into the show, and you're already problem solving. See, I like that. This is going to go great. It's going to be a fantastic night. I, I love how this is going to go. And I, I've i learned, I know what I need to do, but I like the whole keep it on in the background. The only key to that is uh, I've got to do it so my wife is okay with that. Or you could just use the, use your phone, the, I, app, the notifications. So That's so easy. I didn't even I, think about that. The notifications is good. I normally, so I have YouTube TV is okay. what we have at home. Okay. Amazing product, by the way. Not not trying to do the whole endorsement <laughs> thing, but it really is an, an amazing product. I wish I would have had it years and years ago. So I can just pull up the little app on my phone and I can watch it. I can put Simple it on the side that. and just let it go. So, you know. Simple as that. It's all good. Nice I'm, I'm gearing up for tomorrow. I am from Arkansas. Okay. So I am an Arkansas Razorback fan because when you grow up in Arkansas, it's a state law. You have to be. Oh, interesting. It's the only pro Weird team state. that we have. You know, <laughs> we don't have. There are no pro teams in mm-hmm. the state of Arkansas. So the University of Arkansas is as close as you get. That's that's it. So hey, at least they compete in most sports. Well, I even the big went, ones. I, I went to Jonesboro, like we were just talking about mm-hmm. last hour, right? Jonesboro got a Cardinal player from there, and he was down there on Cardinal Caravan. So I went to Arkansas State, but yet. I'm still a Razorback fan, and it works that way all across the state. Doesn't really matter where you go, even if you didn't go well, to Arkansas. Nothing competes right, right. With, with them. They're, so they're really the big school. So you know what tomorrow night is? Tell me, Arkansas, Mizzou. That'll be a big one. It will be a big one because we barely beat Mizzou at Arkansas the other night, mm-hmm. and Arkansas kind of sucks right now. Mm. Uh, yeah, so they got knocked up by Alabama. It really did. Well, they they've lost to LSU. They lost to Alabama. Who else did we just lose to? Somebody else we just lost to. It's just uh, oh Vanderbilt, yes, the mm. eight and eight Vanderbilt. That was that was awesome, right? So uh, I've learned that I have to change how I watch sports. I like your idea. Notifications, little on in the background. Ethan solving problems. That's what I'm here making, for making making that happen. That's what I'm here for. It's gonna be great. I I love moving forward. How we've got a plan. I think things are gonna be good. Hey, what's coming up tonight? Well, you probably have no idea, but I that shouldn't have been a rhetorical question, right? So. Uh, you ever try to buy concert tickets and you just, by the time you get on and you try to buy them, everything good is gone. And you're like, what the heck? Like I've been waiting. I just got in. I can't buy those tickets. Right. 
Tom O'Keefe, who's the box office manager at the Family Arena, he's going to join us next. He's going to tell you some tips about how to buy concert tickets. And maybe, maybe you're going to be able to get some good seats. Ed Akers is a guy that I know in St. Charles County. They've come up with this new thing called Local 636. It's a new brand that they're trying to push out in St. Charles County. And they've got a big event that is coming up that we're going to talk about there. Uh, Jane Duker, who I am over at KFTK with a lot in talking about uh, crime in St. Louis, even though politically we're on different sides of the spectrum, when it comes to the police support, we are right there singing in harmony. We've got a new police chief in the city of St. Louis. We're going to talk a little bit about what does that mean for crime? Is it going to be different? Should we expect it to be different? We still got the same prosecutor. Good chance people aren't going to be charged with crimes. So we'll talk about that. That's all coming up this hour. Next hour, we're going to talk about the Battle Hawks. They have a huge event going on. I am really excited about the Battle Hawks getting kicked off again. And that coming up, I think they kick off in March, if that's correct. Yeah, it's coming up soon. I believe March is right. Look at that. And then Mark Carter is going to join us. St. Louis County Council, District 7 Councilman, is going to join us. Uh, They have a county council meeting going on right now which has been kind of exciting. Sean Michael Lyle was talking about that a little bit ago in the newscast. So all that is coming up on At Your Service. Uh, Next, we're going to talk to Tom O'Keefe. So if you want to find out how to get the best concert tickets, you're going to find out on the other side. My name is Mike Elam. This is At Your Service. Thank you for listening to News Talk 1120 KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. service on News Talk 1120 KMOX. My name is Mike Elam. Thanks for hanging out tonight. So if you've ever been online, there's a concert that you want to see. You've been waiting to get to this concert for the longest time. And finally you get the chance. I've been waiting for them to go on sale. They go on sale at 10 o'clock this morning. I log on and man, what happened? How did I end up on the 87th row? How could that possibly happen? There's a key of how you can buy better concert tickets. And one of the things that you need to know is someone who deals in the concert industry every day. Luckily, I know a guy named Tom O'Keefe who is at the Family Arena. Tom, how are you, sir? Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. So I'm, I'm here last Tuesday, as a matter of fact, with Matt. And we are uh, scrolling through and on the, online at the Post-Dispatch, and I see Tom O'Keefe's face right there on the screen that says, don't Google it, and is talking about how to buy concert tickets. So you're the box office manager at the Family Arena. You have done tons of concerts over the years. 
Back in the day, I remember you being at Pops, right? Yeah, I was also at the what was then the Savas Center for a little bit as well. That's right. And we started off working together in radio way back in the day. And then here, yes, the, here, here we are again, back where we started. Yeah. <laughs> so well, first good. off, I'm sorry that you were subjected to my face unexpectedly. <laughs> it's always good <laughs> to see a friendly face online. At least, you know, in, in that way. At least it wasn't a police blotter where I saw Tom O'Keefe yeah. arrested for blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, scalping monkeys <laughs> tickets like... or something like that, which is probably what, what it would have been. So I, I yeah. saw this whole thing, and, and you had about a two-and-a-half-minute video about tips on how to buy concert tickets. And one of the things that you lead off with, don't Google it. Why shouldn't people Google if they want to buy concert tickets? Sure. So if you're going to Google something, and this is true for a lot of things, but uh, but you need to be cognizant of the fact that the first four or five things you pull back in a Google search result, those top posts, are almost always going to be ads, especially if you're looking for something business-based. So if you Google best St. Louis plumber, those first three or four posts, they're all going to be ads. Now, if you're looking for a plumber in St. Louis and they have an ad, you know, they're doing SEO ads and they pull up on Facebook, well, they're probably not like scalping pipes, right? So like, <laughs> so like, so you, you get, you get a plumber who advertises, not the end of the world, right? right? But with concert tickets, what happens is those ads are um, almost invariably going to be going to third party sites or secondary ticketing sites, which is the industry jargon for what the uh, most consumers would refer to as scalpers, right? And so um, you're, you're going to end up on a site that's going to sell you a ticket. And I, I will say this, almost all of the, the sites are legitimate. Like you are going to get a ticket, right? Like they're not just going to flat out steal your money. Because if they did, that would be the best thing that could happen to you <laughs> because <laughs> – because then you can call your credit card company and say, I bought $300 worth of tickets and they never sent them to me. I want to do a chargeback and your credit card company will be like, not a problem. And you're done and you can move on with your life. But the problem you have here is that these, these companies are going to sell you tickets at sometimes five, six, I've seen as high as 10 times face value. Wow. And, 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 and so here's the real the the really annoying thing about all that is so if you want to buy a front row ticket and somebody wants to sell it to you for $2000 right okay but you got a front row ticket like the, there's there's a limited number of front row tickets you right. know like most most standard seating configurations you're talking about 42 seats maybe maybe 50 front row tickets limited so, inventory well very limited inventory so if you want to shell out a bunch of money for for prime locations that's that okay, that's a choice you as a consumer might choose to make. A lot of times these sites are selling you inventory that you can get from the venue directly, like comparable inventory for, I mean, sometimes eight, nine times is less. I've seen them sell tickets for the family arena, which is where I work. I've seen them sell a 40 or $50 ticket listed for 250 to $300. Wow. And, yeah, and so like you could literally either go online or come to our box office and get a ticket for 40 or 50 bucks and instead you're on the site and you think the way they make it look that that's all they, that that's all that's left and and 
And the, the really frustrating thing is somebody whose job it is to try and fill a place is that a lot of people, they see that and they, they see that, that $300 ticket in the upper level and they're like, oh, forget that. I'm, I'm not just going. not going to go at all. Right. right? Like, it's that's way re- too expensive. Yeah, that that's a ridiculous amount of money for that, and I'm not going to go. And so, you know, I think a lot of it it's frustrating because it also ends up ultimately driving a lot of people out of going to see concerts because they they log onto these these secondary sites, they see the ticket prices, and they get sticker shock, justifiably so. Right. You know, when when you see a ticket for you know happy together, you know, selling for more than you would pay to see, uh, you know, uh, funny girl on Broadway. Like that's a problem, right? Like, <laughs> that's true. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. And so, um, it, so it scares people off. And, you know, the other problem with these sites is if there is any issue with receiving your tickets, um, we at the box office, like we can't help you. So if you buy it through through Ticketmaster, um, which is what the bulk of the venues in the market use, or if you're the Fox or the Muni, they're utilizing Metrotix. Um, if you buy it through through the the official ticketing platform, the venue can help you. Like if you lost your ticket, if if you if you got a hard ticket and they, and they disappeared or you can't find your email, like there are things we can do to help you. Because you, you probably us, have a record that we bought those tickets. Ex- absolutely. And so we can almost always figure out a way to, to make it right for you, where if you bought it through Vivid Seats or Ticket Center or Event Center, uh, like we don't have a way to reference that. So we, we can't prove that you actually bought a ticket. So, so like you could totally be bluffing and we, we have no way to know. I, I want to ask you in a little bit, what's the best way to buy those tickets? And we're talking with Tom O'Keefe, who's a box office manager at the family arena, but how did those sites end up with all of these seats? Like how do they end up getting all of these seats where they can go ahead and for lack of a better term, scalp them to you? Sure. So there's two ways that that well, I guess there's three three potential ways you could do it. One, a lot of them use bots and they just overwhelm the system, especially on on the really hot shows, Metallica, Taylor Swift, Janet Jackson, Lizzo. Like they're overwhelming the system, especially to get that prime seating inventory. And sometimes they actually just they have live bodies and they sit there and they just go for it. You know, they just sit there and, and try and work the system. Right. Um, the other thing, and this is the thing that's really maddening. Sometimes they don't even have the inventory. So when they're scalping the, the, the less, the, I hate to say lesser quality, seats, no. but, but, you know, but, but the upper level stuff, right? Like that $40 ticket I was talking about a couple minutes ago, right. a lot of times they don't even have it. They don't even have it. They know that the upper level for, you know, for, I hate to pick on happy together, but the upper level for a show like that probably isn't going to sell out. And so they, they just wait. And if somebody wants to give them 250 bucks for a ticket, then they'll turn around and they'll buy 40 of them or buy two $40 tickets and they'll ship them out and they'll keep the, the profit. They don't actually have money invested in those seats. Cause I've went on those sites. I've looked up the inventory. I've gone to our system and we still have the inventory available. Sometimes the inventory they're listing, it's not even actual seats. It doesn't correspond 
to anything in our building. And so my guess is, my guess is what they're doing is they come back and they say, hey, I know we told you you were going to be in row S. Good news. We can get you in row M. And it's the same amount of money if they're nice or they'll say, and, but it's $20 more or whatever. But, but yeah, like some, so a lot of times they haven't even spent the money in, in ticket inventory. They'll, they're just saying they have it, knowing that it's, it's a price point that's not going to sell out. And when you decide, when someone comes to them and says, I want that, then they turn around and buy it from us and they just, you're just paying for a middleman. Well, I've only got a couple minutes left here. So the whole point of this was to tell me, where should I, when I run into those issues, I'm not going to Google it, then where, what am I going to do to go buy my concert tickets? So your best bet is, one, if you are going to Google it, keep in mind, the, you know, the, those first couple of things are, put, are listed as ads, are ads, and they're listed as ads, but it's very subtle. So keep, just, just know... Are these first couple post ads? Should I be aware? And then once you get past the ads, then start you know looking at them. The other thing to do is start at Ticketmaster or start at MetroTix. Um, you know, Ticketmaster in the, in this market is going to handle the Family Arena. It's going to handle Enterprise Center. It's going to handle the Amphitheater. You know, it, uh, Shafitz, it, it handles a lot of the bigger rooms. MetroTix handles a lot of the other ones. If you start getting in some of the smaller performing arts centers like Scheidegger over at Lindenwood or the Two Hill over at Umsel, they have their own ticketing platform. So another way, if you're unsure, start at the venues website. Go directly to the venues website and click through from there. Now, the one asterisk I would put on that is don't just Google the venue because <laughs> you'll you'll end up in the same loop, right? You'll end up <laughs> on a fake site that's run by one of these ticketing companies that's designed to look like the venue's website. So, um, you know, try just try to go directly to the venue's website. Like, like I said, when you're Googling things, and it's like it's true for most things, the first couple things you see are going to be ads. So just. Be cognizant of what you're clicking on in, in that moment. But you could also have a good deal if you go to the actual physical box office itself. Sometimes you can get it at an even better price, can't you? Absolutely. Now, I can't speak for other venues, but I know the Family Arena, we don't charge any additional fees at our box office. So um, uh, there are no Ticketmaster fees at the Family Arena box office. So a $45 ticket, if you buy it at our box office, I, I know this is shocking, it's $45. And so, yeah, there's nothing else that you got to worry about. So if you have the ability, um, you know, going to the box office can save you a lot of money. Now it can also be cumbersome. If you live in South County and you want to show, see a show at the family arena, that's a haul. If you live in Winsville and you want to see a show at enterprise, that's a haul. So it's not always easy to go to the box office. So sometimes I know people get outraged at the ticket master quote unquote convenience fees, but if you live in Winsville and you want to see Lizzo, it is convenient to not have to drive downtown to buy those tickets. That is true. This is Tom O'Keefe. He is a box office manager at the Family Arena. I've, I've said the Family Arena a few times, and I bought Kenny Loggins tickets from you today. So I know you've got some great shows coming out there. I'll give you 30 seconds to tell me what's coming up at the Family Arena. Uh, sure. We've got Kenny Loggins coming on August 17th. It's his farewell tour, so it's your last chance to see Kenny Loggins. And uh, that actually goes on sale Friday. The pre-sale uh, starts tomorrow morning. We have uh, Yes, Epics and Classics with John Anderson. So if you like your 70s prog rock, we got Happy Together with the Turtles and Little Anthony. I couldn't tell you the last time Little Anthony's played the market. 
And uh, we also have, if you like 90s country, on October 20th, we have John Michael Montgomery with McBride and the Ride. Really? 90s country is a huge thing all of a sudden. Like the the Grand Old Opry has done a thing all of 2022. They did a salute to 90s country all through the whole year. So it's a big deal. Well, that is Tom O'Keefe. Tom, I appreciate you spending some time with us tonight and helping us figure out a little bit, hey, don't Google the concert tickets. There's a better way. So thanks for showing us a better way to get to the shows that we want to see. Not a problem. Happy to help. It's always good to talk to Tom. He's a Sigma Pi, by the way. So a fraternity brother. Different different schools, but yet... Just, you can tell the chemistry's there. That's right. It's <laughs> We're just flowing back and forth. you got to love it. He's also a huge Monkees fan. So if you ever have a Monkees question, Tom O'Keefe is your guy. He knows way too much to be healthy about the Monkees. But... Great guy, nonetheless. Speaking of great guys, there is another great guy that we are going to talk to on the other side of the break. His name is Ed Akers, and Ed is one of the folks who have created a new brand. It's called Local 636. What's that all about? Well, you'll find out on the other side. It's at your service. My name is Mike Elam, and you are listening to KMOX. Following the Dave Glover Show at 5 o'clock, it's Total Information PM. Hey, I'm Michael Calhoun. Check in with Kevin Wheeler and me for the latest news and information. Roger covers your commute. Dave Murray's got the forecast. Matt Pauley has sports. We'll take deep dives on local issues and help you be a smarter consumer. At 5.30, the CBS Evening News helps you understand what's happening around the country and the world. Total Information PM at 5 o'clock, right after Dave Glover on the trusted voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Hey, welcome back to the show. It is at your service. My name is Mike Elam. You are listening to KMOX. We are cranked up and broadcasting across 39 states across this great land of ours. I love that. I know my voice carries, but tonight it it actually really carries. So that's great. I love hearing from old friends. So Mary Reinke checking in. Uh, Haven't used to work with Mary in radio. So it's good that she's there. She used to work with Tom O'Keefe and I. So it's always good when we can get all our old radio coworkers back together on KMOX. Uh, a guy who I wanted to talk to tonight because I love what he's doing. And I just wanted everybody to know about it. Especially anybody who may happen to be in the 636 area code. Because you're going to want to be a part of this. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Mr. Ed Akers. Ed, how are you, sir? Hey, Mike. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. It's always good to talk to you, man. Ed is genuinely one of one of the nicest guys you were ever going to meet. Uh, your oh, full-time man. job is actually, you're an insurance agent, but don't hate you for that, right? <laughs> exactly. I didn't think we were going to talk about that. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. So that's, that's Ed, Ed has like 12 jobs. But no, this is, uh, the, the thing that I wanted to talk tonight about was was not about what a great farmer's agent you are, which, which you are. But Man, look uh, at that. Tell me a little bit about uh, Local 636, this brand that you guys have got kicked up. Uh, where did it come from? Uh, who are your partners and what are you hoping to do with it? We'll take that one at a time. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, you nailed it, Mike. Uh, Local 636 is a new brand for St. Charles, so we, we specialize in apparel and merchandise that represents St. Charles County. Um, you know, like like uh, most businesses now, I'm sure uh, this started during the pandemic, right? Um, just having that time and, and wanting to scratch that creative itch. Uh, as you know, Mike, I have a, uh, a past in, in broadcast journalism, um, and I kind of combined that with my knowledge of local business owners here in the St. Charles area, obviously, as you mentioned, being an insurance agent for the last 
uh, 11 years here, I've, I've gotten to know a lot of people and, uh, you know, every business owner and really every person has a story. And uh, my beautiful and wonderful wife, Leah, uh, who may be listening right now, hey. uh, encouraged me to <laughs> want to say hi to her and Cadence and Campbell, too, by the way, um, encouraged me to uh, start a podcast and uh, and uh, interview local business owners and just kind of share their story. And, uh, you know, I, being in St. Charles, I wanted to keep it to St. Charles people and people that I knew. And, you know, I just have such a passion for this area and seeing this area grow. And um, it started as a podcast, Mike, and it, it just kind of grew from there as I started talking with people about kind of what they wanted to see and do in St. Charles. It, it became pretty clear that this could be something bigger. Um, and we, we threw the first 636-day party on June 3rd last year, and that was kind of our big kickoff and was extremely well attended more, more so than we thought it was a huge uh, street party. It was crazy. And you know, this, uh, like something else we'll talk about here in a second, just my naivety really, I don't think it hurt us, but it, you know, it certainly didn't help not knowing how many people were coming and what to plan for. But we, um, you know, we ran good news and third wheel out of beer twice. I think they had to go back to the well and get more beer and get more food. And we had, had two live bands. And so, yeah, this thing has really taken on a life of its own as we as we continue to to look for opportunities for for marketing and branding and apparel in St. Charles County. Um, I have two amazing business partners, Stacy Fernandez. With um, she has her own business, uh, a promotional products business called Promotions Pronto, uh, and then Chris Kyle, who is not only a teacher but a councilman, uh, council person in St. Charles. So those are the three of us who run the company. Of course, we have tons of help from other people. Um, takes a village. <laughs> so a <laughs> lot, lot of hands, a lot of hands in on it. So I, I got my shirt at that party last year, and uh, I was telling you my story where my wife and I were actually uh, walking down Broadway and going into bars in Nashville, Tennessee, and I walked in, and it turns out the bartender was from O'Fallon, Missouri, and he saw the shirt, it. he saw the 636, he's like, I love that. Are you from St. Charles? And I'm like, wow, freaky, but yes. How did you know? He said, 636, that's my area code. I'm like, yes, it is. So he You forgot asking, you were wearing the shirt, yeah. I, I did, and it, it was just one of those kind of things. I mean, you don't expect that, right, while you're out and about. I didn't expect some guy to say, hey, I'm from there too. That's really cool. So uh, it was one of the things that he asked me that I want to ask you, where he said, how can I get that? So if somebody wants to see the stuff that you have for sale and they want to check out the 636 merchandise, where can they do that? Yeah, great question. We have a great website. It's local636.com. That, like that, is a, local. that is amazing that you would come up with that. You are so creative. <laughs> see, that is amazing. Out of the box thinking, you just, sorry, I just had you to gotta make it. You got to make it easy for people, right? I mean, That's it's right. got to be something they want, but it's got to be easy to get. Um, so right now we have our, our Mardi Gras line out, uh, actually. So we have a, a Mardi Gras line out of, of shirts and beads. and uh, But, yeah, if you go to local636.com, you can find all that stuff. We also do pop-up uh, about once a month uh, at our pop-up shop in Frenchtown uh, and at certain events around St. Charles City. So we have a, a full calendar on our website. And then, obviously, you can follow us on all the socials. If you just search Local 636 and your favorite social media platform, you will find us and, and kind of follow us and and see where we're going, where we're going to be. You know, I was going to talk to you about 90s night, which is a big party that you have coming up, but it's already sold out. So congratulations sold out. On, yeah. on that event. 
Uh, I think it just kind of shows, you know, when I was talking to somebody the other day, and I'll, I'll let you run here after this, but I was talking to somebody the other day about local 636, and they said, you know, 636 is Chesterfield, too. And I said, but, you know, Chesterfield wants to be a part of St. Charles County as well. <laughs> they do so bad, don't they? <laughs> if, if you talk to the mayor, he will tell you that. So Mayor Nation actually does want to be a part of St. Charles County. <laughs> Well, and I, I just wanted to say thanks for taking some time. I love what you guys are doing out there. I love the whole uh, giving back to the community that Local 636 is doing, putting these events together and, and really working just to bring some pride to the area. So thanks to you, Stacy, Chris, who I know is up for re-election this year in St. Charles. So appreciate all of you guys and, and everything you're doing. And thanks for taking some time to be on At Your Service tonight on KMOX. <laughs> With KMOX, my name is Mike Elam. So if you're a Mizzou fan, rejoice. Kansas lost to Kansas State. We're not going to do a lot of basketball and sports tonight. That was done before us. But anytime you get an opportunity to say something bad about Kansas, it's always good. You can't let that go. Uh, but somebody who I never say anything bad about, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the talented, Miss Jane Duker is joining us on KMOX. How are you, ma'am? How are you? Well, if you say anything bad about KU, I mean, we are bonded forever. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to say anything good about Mizzou tomorrow because Arkansas and Mizzou are playing. So I, that's my time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm we'll good with Mizzou. We'll enjoy our bond, that's you know, right. however fleeting. We enjoy however it fleeting. tonight, right? So normally you yeah. and I are, are like point-counterpoint. Uh, on the yeah. other on the other side of the other radio station down the hallway from here, uh, but mm-hmm. you are always my go-to person when I am talking anything about law enforcement. The lady who seems to know so much about it, what's going on in the city and the county is Jane Duker. So I really appreciate you on very short notice, by the way, uh, making time uh, to, to join me tonight. We don't have a lot of time uh, to spend together. I, I wish we had more, but I did want to get your thoughts because I haven't had the chance to sit down and talk with you about the new police chief that St. Louis has hired. Um, I, I'm just curious your thoughts on do you think this was the right guy, first of all? And secondly, do you think we're going to see anything change? Well, first of all, I mean, I think um, at least the, the law enforcement officers that I work with are, are you know, they're op- optimistic. I mean, he this, this guy has urban crime experience, which is huge. Um, he's, he's made good changes in departments when he has gone. Um, so... I think from my perspective, the only thing I worry about is will the mayor let him do what he needs to do to get crime under control? I think he's capable. I think he knows what to do. Um, The key is will he be able to do it and will he be given the resources to do it? So I was just looking at um, statistics. 190 officers left the SLMPD last year and they were replaced by 40. Wow. So we net lost 150. That so, is amazing. Um, it's terrifying. And so, and, and you're only filling cars on the street with overtime, which is, by the way, so much more expensive and not cost effective. And I mean, and, and, and there's just not enough of them. I mean, well, it's it, a great any way given to burn time, out the guys that you have and yeah, make sure that that absolutely. 150 continues to be next year as well, because these guys are going to be like, man, there is, there is no end in sight of the overtime. And I'm tired of working it all the time. Absolutely. And here's the thing. When you're making $25,000 less 
less than all of the surrounding jurisdictions, right? It makes it difficult. And so, you know, and everybody's hiring. Every police force is hiring. So, you know, well-trained, uh, you know, experienced officers like you get in the city of St. Louis, um, you know, they're in high demand. And so it, it is scary to think about. And, you know, and, and I think they're very concerned without getting to the pay gap, without fixing that. I don't know how you stave off um, major exodus. I so really don't. How do you think things are going to change from a prosecutor point of view? I mean, we just heard again today that a, yeah. another person who actually shot at police officers not getting charged. How do you well, walk she away? Finally got, she finally got charged. Oh, she did? Um, I thought yeah, she wasn't. My bad. Yeah, well, no, she wasn't. It was late today, and, and there wasn't a big fanfare, of course. Um, and the woman freely admits to the press that she doesn't think she did anything wrong. And so um, she was, even though she shot a police, it was basically just, you know, armed criminal action and illegal use of a firearm, something like that. So um, it's very disturbing. No, I don't know what the chief can do about the prosecutor. One, the one thing he can do is call it out. Right. I mean, he can defend the officers and say, we've given her everything she needs to keep this person. And let me just be very clear about this. The, the prosecutor would not keep this woman or issue charges based on the sworn words of police officers. Wow. She had to wait for a videotape, is my understanding, to be subpoenaed before she would do it. Now, this woman not only shot at officers, she threatened federal officers. She, she threatened a federal building. I mean, so it, it's, you know, she will not take the, and that is a, that is a fundamental problem. Um, so that, that's an additional challenge. So the key is, is he going to continue to placate her or is he going to, you know, defend the department? Now, remember there are 6,000, what are called paws, which is pending application of warrant sitting in Kim's office, 6,000 cases are just sitting there. So that's, that's dangerous too. Um, but you know, police officers have to still go get the most violent and that. That should be the number one priority for everyone is, you know, no one. this idea that they're putting pot possessors in jail is just, it's a joke. Right. Especially so now. We, yes. So we have to get the most violent offenders off the streets. The 10% that are committing 90% of the crime. I don't know if you saw it today, but St. Charles, Wentzville, all those police departments had to get involved today to chase a suspect who um, a, a guy who was suspected of being part of a murder in the city of St. Louis. So this idea that, oh, this is a city-only problem, it's not. It the is crime not. is bleeding, and it is, it is stressing all of the surrounding police departments. It, it definitely is. And that's is. not okay. And speaking as a guy who, who is an elected official in St. Charles County, mm-hmm. we talk about it on a regular basis. The, the car theft rings and things like that have come out. Mm-hmm. One that really got people's attention this past week, this weekend, was you actually had a home invasion in Winghaven in O'Fallon, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Very nice upscale golf course community. where uh, My parents guys, lived there. <laughs> so four guys yeah. actually kicked in the door. Um, they had, they were in a stolen vehicle. They drive from the city out to O'Fallon. They go to this Mm -hmm. house. I'm sure there's more to the story why they picked that particular house. And I'm sure we'll learn more, but they, they kick in the door. They go in, they beat up the homeowner. They steal their vehicle and, and rob them at their house. 
I mean, when crime comes to your front door in the heart of the suburbs, then you know it is really expanded and and gotten bad all around the area. I've I've only got about a minute left here. I'm just curious, Mm -hmm. where do you think this is going to go, and what will be the keys for you to say this is working? Well, one, I think it would. We we need to get state control of the police department because then this chief can answer to a board and answer to people um, other than just the mayor. And so I think that is key. And I think that will give him the ability to do what he needs to do. And frankly, it will get the resources needed in order to keep police officers. That, I think, is the number one thing. I think that, you know, and and there are things you can do. I think it should be proper that Kim Gardner can be recalled by the voters of the city of St. Louis. So we need a statutory change to allow that. You know, she's one of those people that I think if we can make a move there, then we're going to turn the city around. But as long as she's there, I'm I'm worried about the future of our city. But, uh, you know, well, I mean, you know, the Kim Gardner problem is four years, but the police officers fleeing the city. That's a, that's a newer problem. It's a separate problem. We've got to deal with both, I believe. Well, I appreciate you coming on, giving us your time tonight. That is Jane Duker. Uh, we are Bye cautiously mind. optimistic, shall we say, about the officers yeah, moving forward. I like that. I like that. Jane, thanks again for taking the time. I'll talk to you soon. All righty. Bye-bye. You are listening to At Your Service. My name is Mike Elam, sitting in tonight. And thanks for spending some time with us in the heart of St. Louis, listening to News Talk 1120. KMOX, we will talk Battlehawks on the other side. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.